Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 222 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, my oh my. Today is going to be a very, very special episode. Today, I'm going to have a very special guest. Now, this guest is somebody that all of you are familiar with. You've heard about him through the grapevine, through all the stories of my personal fitness and boxing journey. Well, today, you get to meet the man behind helping me. Changed my life. Without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in our special guest, Coach Julian Pollard. Welcome in, Julian. How are you doing? I am very well. Thank you for having me. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for being here. So much to talk about. Uh, But before we get started, I just wanted to uh, tell everybody a little bit about you. Mm. Uh, First and foremost, uh, you know, when I drove past the boxing club one day, I went online, found your website, and was reading up about you. And I seen that you played college football at Syracuse. Mm. And I also seen that you was a a, a champion, a, a heavyweight champion, mm. a professional champion. Mm. For sure. Um, Wow, man. If if before we go anywhere, do you want to speak to that a little bit? Give us a little background starting in Syracuse College from football and how'd you end up as a champion boxer? I, I, I wanna say, I guess in regards to that, when you when you form all those things about me, um, what probably prepared me as much as just my coaches and my training to be a champion boxer would go back to football. And it, it probably dates further back toward high school football. Um, there, there was, I, I went to a very special program in Bloomfield, Connecticut. Um, it, high school football there has, has been like a part of that, that town's DNA. Um, and I had moved to that town. I'm, I'm from Brockton, Massachusetts. I had moved to Bloomfield during like around my high school years. Uh, just a lot of big changes with my family. And, um, uh, there was a certain mentality that gets embedded in you with, with those group of people from Bloomfield, with those group of men, uh, with that coaching staff and its time and with, uh, the players I was around, I I was around a lot of special players, a lot of special coaches. And, and I'm proud that that those relationships still stick with me because it speaks to the mentality of those men and, and how it bred me into like my next chapters getting into Syracuse. I thought um, getting into Syracuse was very like-minded to the program I had come from with Coach Pascaloni. He just he embodied so many things that Bloomfield was about. 
and I, I didn't come from like your model family, you know, I was a single parent home. So a lot of times these coaches and these, these, these players were your family um, and you were adopting habits from them. So there was these, these, these militant men that led so many things with discipline um, and a certain work ethic. And I gravitated toward that stuff. I, I've always prided myself in that, like, once a coach would say, uh, don't take a rep off because one day they'll take this from you and, uh, and you'll, you'll have missed it. it. That stuck with me, too. I, I didn't take plays off. I didn't take reps off. Uh, I think anybody that, that trained with me through football and through boxing knows I, I have a certain mentality and way that carried me to competing. Um, and I didn't have a lot of things I, that I knew I wanted to be. And sports was something that always just clicked with me. Uh, I was kind of just a well-rounded athlete, and I didn't even know that of myself. But when someone would show me something, uh, if I got enough reps at it, I could memorize what made you good at it, and then I could articulate it well. So uh, it made me also a leader in those rooms. I became a captain on a lot of those programs. Um, I became someone that was like on council. I, I became someone that people looked to. Um, I was I was I was being forced into that light, and I and I was just fought it. I was kind of like lead by example person. I didn't say much. And then uh, in my senior year of college, I think I started to find my find my voice. Um, and then. It all came to a screeching halt. I became a dad right away. I, I kind of fumbled and, and got lost a bit. Um, and boxing came back. And, and it showed me everything I had been missing. And and with boxing, it's, it's, it's so universal in fitness and it's so universal in what athletes should know and do because it's a repetition of every fitness and athletic habit you want over and over again. Um, the supreme work ethic you need to fight, the supreme work ethic you need to be successful in it, the mindset you need to carry, and the willingness. Uh, it's not about being afraid. It's about what you'll do when you're afraid um, and how you'll see opportunities and how you'll seize your moments. Boxing taught me a lot. Just the philosophy of boxing is so intertwined with life, and it continues to. Like, I think boxing keeps you in the ultimate student's mindset. Um, and as I'm learning, and so many of us are now, always the student and lead when you can is, is like a way to be. If you're If you're trying to evolve and you're trying to be better, the philosophy of boxing, the discipline of boxing, and, and then – the workout in itself is it's a complete mind body experience to you know that that that's been like my graduation in it the sweet science is that wow so much to unpack there since mm. we're we we discussed team you being a captain on your Syracuse college football team uh with me being one of your um uh students in, in your boxing club well Something I hear you uh, say, yell, preach often mm -hmm. is TEAM. Mm. Uh, can you share to everyone what that acronym means to you? It, uh, I think everyone has, has probably heard um, 
the phrase together everyone achieves more um but if i were to take my personal perspective on it and put my personal lens on it a lot of times the room is coaching me back so when i'm talking to the team i'm begging for your best effort so that i i know where i need to be or i know how to challenge myself and um when I'm yelling and I'm preaching or whatever I'm talking about, I'm talking to me as much as I'm talking to you. You know, I, I'm uh, I'm asking it of you for me. It's it, it's almost a selfish build. Like you have to be somewhat selfish if you want to feed the masses. I think like you, um, and I I want to be I want to be well rounded as a coach. I want people to achieve things they didn't think they could. I want people to change their mind on certain things. Um, and then when they get to those stages, they end up feeding the room more than they even realize. It's, it could just be something that they they give off in presence. It could be a conversation that they're going to um, impact someone. Um, and the room can't be sharp without the sharpest people in it. Um, I think what's great about our club is it's welcoming. It's it's uh, it's for the team versus for me. I always say like my name's only on it because I was just first in the room. Um, but I was always. It's it, it. That's why we 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 barely call it team Pollard. We call it home team, and we call it the boxing club. I, my name is just it's because I was here. Um, but it's it's the the people own the gym more than I do. And and if, if they're treating it as such, then we're 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 getting the right things done. It's a it's a tribal effect, right? Like you want your community to um to reflect some things. So our youth program is that, uh, our adult program is that, the families that come in here and train. Um, we just want strong young people and we want strong families. Wow, that's beautiful. That's mm -hmm. beautiful. What inspired you to open up the boxing club, the boxing and athletic club? I um, I I had always told corporate companies when they would when you you get into the job interview and you get that question, what are you gonna do here, or what are you good at, or what's your skill set, what's gonna be your gift to this company, and and it always just stuck in my mind. I said, well, <clears throat> I I can understand systems and processes as well. I know I can educate and articulate. I think I'll be a good coach for you and a good producer um, because I'll, I'll work for production. I'll master the steps to production and then I'll be able to reiterate it. But I knew that of myself. Um, and it always fell on deaf ears. Uh, and it was a lot of frustration. I spent 14 years chasing my tail. And then COVID happened. Um, and then uh, things in our community were coming to light um, because everybody was standing still. And I had all these things bottled in me on which way I was going to go. And then I remember looking at myself and I was like, you just, you have to. Um... And, and then my son was growing and, and he was uh, taking on this new journey and needed to take on these risks. And, and I was challenging him to do so. And I'm pushing him to these new levels. And when I looked at myself, I said, well, what are you challenging yourself to do? And then what um, 
impact are you actually making? Um, cause I, I, I don't, I don't believe in right or wrong. I believe in empathy and understanding. And I think everyone has a lens and it's really hard for anyone to say what is right or wrong based on where you sit. I don't have the answer, but I'm, 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 I'm assuming neither do you. Mm-hmm. And anyone that tries to tell me so, I allow them to just say, that's your space because how would you know differently? It, it's your lens. So I have to, I have to take it in. I end up learning a lot in those scenarios when I'm, uh, and then I can also, it, you get more to the core of a person and then you'll find like, no, I, I am connected to this person. The, the, those differences tend to be very surface level and, and people are deeper than that. Um, so I wanted to know what kind of change I can make in my community, make in my life. And uh, if I really thought I was these things and I would tell corporate America I could be, why, why fight the current? That's yeah. amazing. So since you've been on this journey, what do you enjoy most about coaching? Man, um, how, how challenging and how different it is every day. It can never be the same, and uh, and it, it's endless, uh, and you're always remodeling it in some kind of way. Like, not not your principles. You have to write your mission statement. You have to prepare your your habits, and you have to prepare your day. Those things. I I have this phrase that I, I I've been developing in my mind. It's um or on paper as well, but. There's a misunderstanding when he say everybody has a plan until you get hit in the face. He's not saying that the plan didn't exist. He's saying you have to have one. But he's saying what is your process when you have to make an adjustment to the plan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just talking about it this morning on Mitwork because it's not like you get to a point and this is the right answer or this is the wrong answer. There's going to be multiple reads to make and you just want to have a process that plans you for all of them so you can activate without breaking stride um so it's the plan and the process or it's the process and the plan and it's not just um the read it's the rule so there's a fundamental there's a fundamental way to box there's a fundamental way to be there's a fundamental way to have empathy and there's a fundamental way to have understanding so when you're faced with the read you go to that rule or that principle so that you can articulate or handle yourself accordingly. That's a, that's a struggle that we all own. Yeah. Uh, but that's my coaching journey. That's yeah. what I'm challenged with every time I meet a young person or someone older than me. Mm-hmm. I, I coach across the game and everyone's welcomed here. So I, I've coached as young as seven. And then some people in our program have been as old as 71. Wow. So the conversation, like it's, it's, it's so, uh, interesting. The, the, the hat you have to wear and the conversations that come to light and then when to like pick your tone or when to pick your trigger or, or who are you talking to, or how are you reaching people? And I was gifted by um, having so many different coaches that had so many different personalities. And my ability as a player, because of my work ethic 
and 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 how they knew what they knew of me a lot not not challenged in a disrespectful way but it it was they were forced to confront me as a man they were forced to confront me where I was at I was felt empowered by that so I want to give that to people I think there's a level of passion you need to identify whatever that person's journey is there's a level of patience for us to get to there and 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 how hard are we going to persevere? I'm moving over because that's that's what's on the wall. Um, that's my mission statement. Those are the principles I have. I'm not perfect in them, um, but they're constant reminders. Uh, some rooms I'm in, I forget them. Other rooms I'm in, you know, people must must be like, "Wow, man, Julian really embodying these things." I'm I'm, I'm only human, uh, like we all are, but like that's. The challenge, that's the conversation every day. And in this room, it's easier to be collected in that. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, in, we're in our bubble, so to speak. The sociology of an athlete um, has those uh, parameters. Mm. Build an atmosphere where they can breed their best versions, and then you have to make many mirrors so that they're always reflecting that. So in here, it's a safe space to grow. That that's why. That that's the the daily mission. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Those are some powerful words. Passion, patience, and perseverance. Mm. Wow. Mm. You know, Julian, I've heard you multiple times throughout mention your son. Mm. Um, I wanna I wanna ask you, how do you juggle it all as a father? a husband, and a coach slash business owner. How do you juggle it all? It, you know, I didn't always juggle it all. Mm. And I think a lot of times uh, I hurt some of the pe- people closest to me just with, with, with how I fractured time, mm. understanding of time, or with like my passion and my work ethic. So I didn't get it all right. Um, But I I always try to lead in love. Like I I always try to emphasize how much I love. Um, I didn't used to be a listener, so now I try to listen. Um, And uh, you have to admit when you're wrong. But you have to realize you're not uh, the same person you were when you made the wrong, even if it was yesterday. Um, so so the balance uh, comes in the gray, right? You have a moment where you fail, you have another opportunity where you can succeed. Uh, any, any misstep I've ever done with my son, my daughter, my wife, I've, I've had to recover myself to, to, to face them. By prepping earlier, listening harder, uh, staying up later, um, putting the the pettier things, um, you know, it, it's the daily tasks that bog even me down, right? Like you get you get caught up in thinking, well, I I love my workspace to be a certain way when I come in the gym, so I clean it the night before so that I can just get to work the day up. Um, I think you have to be proactive 
so that when you have to make your read, you're already in position. I think you have to be always uh, managing your process so that your plan can evolve. Those are the things that are going to make it, you know, consistent. Wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It is, you know, we're all human and, and sometimes it doesn't feel like there's enough time in a day. Mm. Uh, but like you said, uh, each day, uh, you're better than you were the day, the day before, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. And you got to be willing to like plan. You got to be willing to like extra effort. It's a lot of it. it everyone throws around self-discipline. Mm -hmm. um, but like the description of it would be like when when uh when you say you're gonna like have the uh workouts written and done. Um carve out your space to make sure it's done. When you say you're gonna start class at six AM, prepare your sleep, prepare your meal. Like it th those are the discipline things. Like nobody's around at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. When uh, preparing the day, you know, um, those are the, I guess, the, you, you have to be very independent and strong so that you can be interdependent and work with people. So you have to do all these like self things so that when I come into the room, we can all work seamlessly. So there's there's a lot of like self work you're always doing that's also like in my in my bucket i think that means like self love self discipline self care so so that you're in the position to like help the next person i guess that's why i i mentioned like you have to be a little bit selfish to to have it right like i you got to get better cuz i can't be better if you're not better you got to get better um you know, if it's the weight issue, then what are we doing around that? If it's the strength issue, then like we journal in our program. Our youth program is now journaling and then I hear the adults hear it. And now they're journaling nice. um, because they're seeing these kids grow. It's mm -hmm. like it's not a, it's not a secret. So, uh, yeah, it's it's the independent work so that I can work with people. Um and and that's again, that's just a daily grind. Yeah. Like sitting down to do it, like making this time to podcast with you. Yeah. You know. Time and self. Julian, mm. when do you find time for yourself? What do you like to do in your spare time? Uh huh. I, I love watching my, my kids grow. Um, they're older now. So uh, often I'm trying to just spend time with them. It's my first ask of them, but they usually avoid me at this point. <laughs> so of late, it's uh, it's watching my son play football. I, I, oh man, I get so much joy from that. Um, watching my daughter grow into the woman she is. I think we sat down to dinner last week, and and she gave me all these things on her aspirations. Um, I think she's going to be a wonderful actress one day. I think she's going to. She has such a kind heart. She's such a smart girl. She's such a beautiful girl. Um, 
and and she works really hard, harder than than, than people probably could tell, um, even me sometimes. So I, so in my off time, I like spending time with them. I love I love uh, talking with people. I think sometimes talking is like reading to me. Um, not not necessarily always doing the talking like I am here, but like getting to hear people's stories. Yeah. I've always said that everyone has a story and here's mine. Um, but stories give you the lenses people have. Um, stories give you insight and connection to the, the person. A lot of times, like, if I, I only see someone once a week, but I have such, like, a bond with that person because I took the time to hear their story. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I know a thread of them and, and I know where we're, where, where, where we might be alike. Yeah. That struggle, oh, I remember. I know that struggle. Um, that that hill, I, I've been on that hill. Yeah. You know, this is how we meet. Mm-hmm. And this is how we can, like, face the dark together. You know, that's team. Together, everyone achieves more. That's team. Wow. Julian, I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. If you could choose one word and one word only, how would you describe the current chapter of your life? Which word would you choose? My current chapter is persevering. And why? Why persevering? Why is this chapter called persevering? I think uh, the three words can can rotate, but this is persevering because we're at a new level of growth. It has to be a new level of work to be done, a new level of uh, that self-dark discipline that I was talking about. Um, We have a great opportunity here at the club for growth in a few areas, but we have to get very foundationally strong. And that would take a lot of perseverance from the captain of the ship. Um, where we're expanding uh, the team by expanding classes and, and, and adding people to classes and our youth program is growing. We're expanding the networks outside of the gym because we're working in the school system, trying to give this same level of understanding to kids that can't get here. We're ex- expanding to like nonprofit communities to get funding for kids to be able to train for free. Um, we're expanding our story our reach. Um, I think we also have to learn how to expand ourselves in business. So we have to find avenues to, to build income streams so that the team can not have to worry. Um, so we're persevering because the vision is there. Um, the channels are understood. Um, now the work as big as it is has to be done. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. It sounds exciting, man. Are you excited? I, I'm more than excited. And you know what's funny? Because like, I know how momentous this amount of work is, mm-hmm. but I've never had like, like I would be more stressed about a pile of paperwork from someone's corporate job than like dealing with everything. In this company. Like that's what people were talking about that I didn't understand. When I said, um, know your path in life. Um, seize your moments I had this conversation with my son because he's going to have to he's in prep school he's going to go on to 
college and uh you don't want someone telling you who to be what to be where to be i i was a very dormant young man so a lot of people picked my positions in life i, I want these young people to understand how to manage themselves manage their time so that they can seize their moments and sometimes you have to get these little things that are that may be unfair done or that are system oriented done or that the the powers that be whether that be the academic governments the actual governments the the confines of like just natural law you have to like collect yourself to be strong enough in those moments so you can get to the other side of where your joy exists just like keeping your keeping your eye on the big picture. Yeah, you gotta have the long game intact, and and you don't have to know. You can be. It it's so crazy how the the phrase "you can be anything you want to be" really is true. I've been three wildly different things in my life. It's like every ten years, I just decide, and you work on it, and you go. Mm-hmm. Been a football player, I was very accomplished there. I've been a champion level boxer. I was very accomplished there, amateur and professional. I've been a corporate businessman and I was very accomplished there. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to be very accomplished there. You can do whatever you want to be. Yeah. I, I don't know if I even understood I was doing those things, but if when I was seizing my moments through my work, I found it out. So now, like when I tell people, I like, you, whatever you want to do, you could do it. Mm-hmm. At, got to work but whatever yeah. you want that's true that's, that's <laughs> so, very true a lot of times we we don't realize all the things we have done until we take a moment to look back you got to reflect more you got to you got to live this whole thing like real out you got to like shake the trees in the morning you got to like collect and be thankful you got out of all these little things that that you hear people are saying like if you can truly like tap into them i don't know yeah it's quite a story it's quite a story when you look back life it's a hell of a story yeah it really is one we all need books and chapters right your journal is your stock in your books and chapters Mm, very true document it yeah make you feel by putting it on the wall (laughs) <laughs> right. Julian, as we conclude here, this, this has been amazing, man. I was uh, I was listening to you uh, through your Instagram. Mm. And uh, you say, as as everyone heard throughout this episode, you're you're very profound. And, and when you speak, you, you just want to listen. Right. You just want to hear what what is Julian going to say next? So everyone's all ears. And I was all ears on your Instagram. And, and you said. There's a lot to do, but we're blessed to be doing it. Mm. And, and when I heard you say that, it, uh, it really resonated with me, you know, where I'm currently at in my life and a chapter I have going on. And there's a lot to do, uh, but it's I'm excited to be doing it. Um, I'm not afraid to be doing it. Um, and I, I'm just happy that, that I'm able to do it. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to ask you, get some final words from you on that quote. Um, where did that come from? And what does that mean to you? There's a lot to do, but we are blessed to be doing it. 
<laughs> it was uh it's funny because it goes with um the whole uh, level of perseverance like what chapter was i on so at that time i was probably on um my my passion chapter uh, the gym was in its infancy and um and all these things like uh to ignite my passion and make it come to life were, were on the table you know and I, and uh and i didn't want to be overwhelmed so i was in here i was still working my 9 to 5 still running my appointments so i was working from like 4 a.m. to like midnight every day um and and i don't remember getting stressed about the work here i was getting really bothered by the work there and i i i stopped one morning after a training session i was zooming out the door to get back to work and i was like you know what in the chaos i'm i'm doing all these things and before i start to complain about them like i'm i'm building i'm building this thing yeah. we're building i said like i i was also skipping some some steps and like how to journal and how to reflect at that time because i was overwhelmed with my pace i was only concentrating on what they were paying me to concentrate on not understanding that i should have been paying myself to to concentrate on my my dream when when these companies pay you if it doesn't align with you they're just paying for your attention doesn't mean you shouldn't have these jobs or these hustles you should but you got to just be very protective of your lanes and how you focus your agenda through the day if you can be collected enough to have that kind of laser focus in all those directions great for me it was more like i can look at this now yeah. cuz my even 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 the vision I'm building it it's very vast and has all these layers but i'm learning to be like hey i'm working on this now once it has foundation i'll just water it so i'll be able to out boom so when i was in the passion part i said man there's all these work to do but i'm just going to work on the class so i just worked on the class I didn't even try to build a new class, do another uh thing. I was just like, I'm in class. Boom. Everyone's going to be a better boxer end of this month. Um by doing that, I was pad working everybody. Boom. It it uh, the class grew. So then I said, "Okay, now the class grew, we got to add another class." It 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 allowed me to get foundation, allowed me to get focused. So instead of being overwhelmed by the work, I took the distraction of my corporate job away. I got laser focused on the passion I had and I watered the things or I I built the foundation so I could water the things I needed to to grow. Wow. Wow. And I'm I'm trying to be patient to let them grow and I'm trying to persevere so that I can get us to that next hump. Wow. Wow. That's it ladies and gentlemen, passion, patience and perseverance. Wow. Thank you. Thank you Julian. Thank you so much, man. This is I've learned so much. I can't <laughs> wait to uh listen back to it and write down some things, especially understanding and empathy that really hit home. Yeah. I uh I I haven't always had the best moments I wanted with it, but if people could just it's not right or wrong. No one's perfect. Mistakes are going to happen. The work is still going to be there. So with that in mind like keep your keep your keep your vision intact keep your lens you know on a swivel consider what they're saying 
and what it actually means or or, or what they do they even mean what they're saying do mm. they know it the the level of people is deeper than what when you're dealing with emotion and they're giving you something it may not even mean that they mean that and that's a harder thing to like deal with if we all took more time to process then empathy and understanding would be boom you might be able to find in your home with your wife but you'd be surprised how many people like need process need grace need space yeah that's true that's very true julian where can everybody find you on social media and where can they find you in the gym in person yeah so you can find me on social media at teampollard.com or at team pollard our website is at teampollard.com uh, there's a full schedule there uh we have new class times. We're here at 6 a.m., 12 p.m., 5.30, 6.30. We're adding more classes on Thursday. Um, we also have our online booking calendar there. So if you wanted to book private sessions, we're easy to find there. Um, our email, our cell is all there. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, also Team Pollard. Facebook, also Team Pollard. We've uh, stayed consistent with the thread. Um, and then... Our gym is at 979 Central Street, Stoughton, Massachusetts. It is the first of many. So we will build this thing brick by brick. Come find us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please tap in. Find Julian on social media. Go if you're in the area. I highly recommend you guys heard my stories. I've done multiple episodes about my boxing and fitness journey. So you know it's true. Go to the gym and see it for yourself. Julian, thank you once again. Peace and love, bro. Yeah. All right. All right, Chad. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, and something for you to do. Because you deserve to treat yourself. You absolutely do. So, hey, grab a fork, because it's time for a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, what I recommend that you watch is the global phenomenon. That's right. That's right. This weekend is the release of the highly anticipated sequel to Black Panther titled Wakanda Forever. Ladies and gentlemen, please go to your nearest theater this weekend. I know Hurricane Nicole is on the eastern coast. However, uh, if you could, if it's safe, um, go to your nearest theater. Support Wakanda forever. Uh, Alicia and I will be going this Saturday. Looking forward to it. Dressed in all black. Representing. Throwing our exes up. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, King T'Challa. Looking forward to watching the movie and um, just looking forward to this cultural moment. You know, you guys remember the first time around when Black Panther came out, people was coming in and their authentic garb and, you know, it was a thing. It was the real deal. Well, you know what? Let's do it all over again. Times two. Not only because it's the sequel, but let's do it for Chadwick Boseman. All right. Now for something to read. Ladies and gentlemen, would I recommend that you read? Hey, go to 
TeamPollard.com. That's right. You heard Julian say himself, go to TeamPollard.com. I want you to go to the website, read the mission statement, read the bio on Julian. I want you to look around, look at the different classes, look what they have to offer. It's truly amazing. You know, I know you guys were enthralled with just hearing Julian speak today. Please go to the website. If you're in the area, go to a class. Um, If you have any children, bring them to a class. You will thoroughly enjoy it. It will be one of the best decisions you've ever made. I guarantee you that. All right. Now for something to do. Ladies and gentlemen, what I recommend that you do is bundle up. (laughs) The weather is changing. We enjoyed the last beautiful days of the year uh, about a week ago now, a few days ago. Uh, Bundle up. It's getting cold out there. Um, Tis the season, right? This is what we've all been waiting for. Holiday season is in full effect. Get the Christmas music going. Get the Thanksgiving plans solidified. Start Christmas shopping. Don't wait to the last minute. And will most importantly, enjoy yourself. All right. Enjoy these days. Enjoy this time. The year 2022 is coming to an end. I, I want you to reflect. I want you to reflect on these last, what, maybe seven to eight weeks remaining in this year. Take each week by its time. Take each day by its time and uh, embrace it. Soak it all in and um, prepare closing this chapter and prepare getting ready for the next one. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. There's a lot to be done, but we're blessed to be doing it. Thank you.